Hello and welcome to the Viasat Podcast. I'm Alex Miller with Corporate Communications, and today we're going to be talking to Steve Beeching, Managing Director of Viasat UK. Here's the interview. Okay, we're on the line with Steve Beeching, the Managing Director for Viasat UK in Farnborough, England. Steve, uh, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today, or I guess it's uh, nighttime where you are. So can you just start by telling me just a little bit about yourself and your role at Viasat? Yeah, sure. So uh, I've been at Viasat now for just over seven months. I've I've joined uh, Viasat, I think, due to um, its depth of uh, technology and the customers that it's uh, talking to and, and really the exciting time in industry that's moving forward, um, such a breadth and speed of technology advancements, um, the customers and the change in the industry that's happening, you know, modernizing the force through here in the UK, the brand new satellites being launched, um, leveraging private investment. So it's a, it's a really interesting time to join uh, this company. And, and that's kind of what's driven me. Um, I, love, I love being at the forefront of those uh, challenging changes and developments. Um, and I just found that really attractive. Um, myself, I'm, um, I'm married. I'm, I've got four, four children, two adult children and two younger children. And uh, they're, they're kind of following in business footsteps and, and starting on the way themselves. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, so can you tell me um, a little bit about what Viasat's government systems business is like in the, in the United Kingdom? Yeah, sure. So we, we have a broad um, portfolio um, dealing with the UK uh, mod and other governments. So we obviously do information assurance. We're doing ground networks and secure mobility, um, particularly through the acquisition of uh, Horsebridge last year. Um, we've got the, the crypto elements running through. And obviously, we're on a lot of vessels through the integrated waveform. So it's a, a, a growing footprint. That footprint is accelerating, obviously, with uh, the modern development of ground networks and space networks, and and with these very large UK programs um, on the horizon in Trinity and Morpheus uh, and Skynet in particular. Can you tell me what uh, what are some of those things, Trinity, Morpheus, and Skynet? Yeah, so um, Skynet is the the end of the the current PFI um, for the satellite constellation that is run by MOD. Uh, that, that program expires in uh, September 2022. And, and so this is the, the look at how they transition that network uh, out of the existing PFI, um, which they call uh, the service delivery wrap, and then moving forward into enduring capability where they're looking at the modern technology and how to leverage that into their uh, services uh, into MOD and to wider government. So that's a very, very large program of the existing satellites. Um, and then Trinity and Morpheus are around the, the regeneration of the battle space ground networks and, and how that data is uh, brought back to base. 
Okay, so is it somewhat similar to uh, with the U.S. Department of Defense, where you know um, our position is is that instead of purpose built satellites, that they could be a lot more efficient and and uh, keeping up with uh, technology easier if they were buying services off of something like Viasat satellites. I, I think that mods are very interested in all of those uh, new as a service provisions moving forward. Um, I, I think that. The initial program really is let's ensure that we don't, you know, break our network as we go through the transition, and we make sure that we continue to provide service. But I think underneath that, they're very interested in what good looks like, what the art of the possible is, and how how to leverage private investment, but but keeping that sovereign wrap on it. I think these are very sensitive, assured networks, and they want to be ensuring that they're making the best of the technology that's available. Um, you know, they do talk of network of networks, um, understanding what can be commoditized and, and how to do that moving forward. So uh, overall, what does the current investment look like for Viasat's government business in the UK? So la- last year, we, we managed to do a, a 30% uh, organic revenue growth through our, our existing information assurance core businesses. Um, but the investment ramp is, is dramatic. This year, you know, we're trying to target... 150 to 200% uh, growth. A lot of that growth coming through quite different um, programs, as, as we discussed. We're really moving into ground networks. We're looking at leveraging um, private investment and US investment into crypto solutions, uh, secure mobility. You know, we're moving into doing platforms on connected vehicles. Um, there's the dual band uh, solutions now running X and KA and KU. So all, all of these things are driving a very different agenda. Um, and underneath that, we, we, we're trying to work with MOD through you know, modern techniques such as minimal viable products and, and working through the experimentation funds they have to, to really start to explore what the art of the possible is and, and therefore how to define the capabilities that's required moving forward. Um, because at the end of the day, I think the, the right way around this is helping the customer um, deliver its national asset through understanding what capabilities can be delivered through ours and other companies' technology. Okay. So, I mean, you touched on a lot of things uh, in there, but I was just going to ask, uh, what are some of the like the top priorities and initiatives that your team's working on at the moment? I think the top the, the top initiatives really are around the uh, building on the UK investment curve. So um, we're starting to invest in our network operations and security operations centers. We're reinvesting into our future uh, crypto technologies. Um, we're working hand in hand with the US on joint developments of IP and then how we uh, overlay um, kind of sovereign wraps. And, and I'd say the real deep focus is around uh, future space and and heavily into ground networks and capabilities of the uh, multiple bands that, that can be sourced. Okay, so how are you um, currently working with the Ministry of Defense? How, what does that look like, the relationship? I think we have a, we have a very uh, good relationship and, and a, an intimate relationship with modern government. You know, we're working to try and provide thought leadership. We're obviously providing a lot of um, 
good secure products in into the the core solutions now either directly into mod or or through primes for for mods use and we're working with them to understand um how to use and leverage this technology um, the best way forward. Um, and obviously, MOD is striving to deliver those services and, and work through it, it's some of its own challenges as it moves through this new technology roadmap. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to ask was, uh, what differentiates Viasat's uh, UK business from other defense companies? We pride ourselves on innovation-driven by customer capability requirements. Uh, We like to really work with our customers to understand the question of what it is they're trying to solve. And the more you can understand that question, the more proactively you can work to support um, the customer in achieving its goals. I I think we we challenge ourselves and, and we really ask industry to challenge itself in investing to develop the national asset. And I think all the time that you put the national asset and the capability first, um, I, I think that's that's what what we're endeavouring to do. We're endeavouring to leverage, therefore, our private investment to bring those capabilities through solutions and services at a much faster pace and in into the hands of you know, of our troops and our service men and, and women. You know. Um, all, all aimed at saving lives and, and operating um, in in those difficult environments at, at pace um, to achieve mission objectives. So, you know, you've talked a lot about moving forward with a, a lot of different initiatives. And I was, I was going to ask, what are some of the things that Viaset UK has done in the past in the UK with the with the MOD or, or any other government? Well, I think you know, we've, we've worked heavily on um, integrating uh, communication networks uh, so that they work in in the hardest uh, theatres. As, as we discussed, we've got our integrated waveform on uh, all of the naval platforms, uh, enabling those communications. Um, we're, we're working very hard on, on supporting um, the kind of the information assurance and the crypto elements and, and supporting and, and working those elements as well. Um, and we're trying to drive as much thought leadership um, and deliver that to MOD to help them understand the capabilities and what's in the marketplace to help them look at the art of the possible um, in delivering their solutions. So we're, we're working on all of those things um, continuously with with our customers because I think as technology changes and, and we understand that, you know, it, it, it's really around networks, there's a ground network and a space network and the, the technology really supports operating those networks. The threat environment and the adversaries are changing at pace and therefore the networks and solutions we provide, instead of being a kind of uh, platform procurement that you do, you know, ever so often, it, it's much more about providing these products at pace and keeping the technology refreshed there so that they're always up to date. And I think, you know, we've been working to strive to do that in our other solutions. And I, I think that's a, a real mega trend moving forward if if we're going to keep in front of these detailed assured networks with, with everything that's going on in the world today. Right. You know, so in a couple of years, Viset 
three. The first one will be up over Europe, um, adding a, a lot of satcom capacity over Europe. And uh, is that something that you are uh, talking to Mod about the potential for uh, that network? Absolutely, I, I, and I think this is um, you know this this capacity that goes up is is across all of the government areas. So you you look at the emergency services network across rural communities. You you look at the wider government element. You you look at the yeah the quality and and the amount of bandwidth that it provides um, and the the signal and the capability it introduces in, in into mod um, it, it absolutely is at the forefront of our conversations um, and and trying to leverage all, all of the available technology uh, and networks to mod to strengthen their network and, and being an ISP it, it it offers so many other advantages, um, you know, our, our ability to process how, how we analyze attacks on the network through AI, you know, if you can leverage those kind of private investment data into, uh, you know, and on top of secure networks that sit behind the wire, you're deepening the strength of the, the sovereign service that's offered. So all, all of these things add up to create deeper solutions at faster capabilities um, and delivering the technology and, and the data across the battlefield at pace. Steve, is there, um, th- those are all the questions that I had. Is there anything that, uh, that we haven't talked about that you'd like to touch on? I think it's a really interesting time in the UK. You know, we talked around um, the modernizing the defense and, and recognizing, you know, cyber and space in additional traditional uh, air, land and sea domains. I think there's a huge realization of modernizing the defense force and the pace at which our adversaries are moving. And I, and I think there's a, a great understanding of the change of, of how mod is needing to work, you know, because modern warfare seems to be a, a continuous event. Um, it's not always about huge battles, but it's also about the small uh, things that happen and, and even things that happen on home soil. So I think all of these elements um, on top of these big programs are leading to a really exciting time for modern and great challenges for them too. Um, you know, this this technology is moving so fast today Um I think you know our our, our defence forces always try to stay really on the forefront of these things, and and that that leads to to challenges in their procurement policies to try and stay in front of that and in their budgets. And I I think you know our our aim um, as Varsat UK is to really support our national asset and support mod and really try to make you know the art of the possible uh, as clear for their capabilities as we can and to help, you know, with, with articulate commercial models um, through these really challenging, exciting times. So I, I think it's going to be a really, it's going to be a really, really exciting five years um, moving forward. And, and I think it's going to set the, the underpin for the, the future uh, demands for mod with these, these changes in, you know, services as, uh, and solutions and capabilities. Okay. Well, yeah, it certainly does sound like there are a lot of exciting and interesting things going on with Viasat UK. So, uh, Steve, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk with us. I know you're in the the middle of uh, some transition there, moving into a new home. And so we appreciate you taking the time. I really appreciate the opportunity and, um, yeah, very exciting times. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Steve.